para ti lo que viniera de ti. Welcome to the Inside the Journey podcast. This is episode number 33 for Sunday, December 15th, 2013. I'm Nelson DeWitt. John Younger is out today, but we are the creative team behind the documentary film Identifying Nelson, Buscando a Roberto. Today, I am still battling a cold, so I sound a little bit weird, but we're talking to my brothers Derek and Ernesto about the upcoming 16-year anniversary of When We Were All United. I asked them what this anniversary means to them. Let's get into it. We're back again with another edition of the Sibling Podcast. I am joined today by my brothers Derek and Ernesto. Welcome, guys. Hi. So, Derek, you're like a, a five-time veteran of the show. <laughs> Something like that. I'm not sure exactly how many it's been now. <laughs> I think I think you're our, our default guest. Whenever we need someone, we'll just say, get Derek on the show. Give him one. <laughs> I hope your listeners don't mind too much. <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about uh, the upcoming reunion, which is happening next Friday, uh, December the 20th. And this is going to be 16 years since we were all reunited or united. And this is a significant date for myself because it is uh, sort of half of my life has been spent w without knowing my birth family and half of my life knowing my birth family. So for me, it's this, this inflection point, and I invited you guys on today to talk about it. Uh, Ava and Stephanie could not join us today, but we do miss them, and we just want to say, uh, sorry you couldn't be here. But We love you. We love you, and next time we'll get you on. Yes. Uh, yeah. so, so why don't we start? So Derek, you, you've said like 100 things, so I think we'll start with, with Ernesto. And I'm interested in, in your perspective on this because we're only two years apart in age. And yeah. basically you're in the same, same position as, as me where half your life you grew up without your brother and half your life you had me in your life. So what was, what was that like for you? Well, I think it, at the beginning, when we first met, uh, it it means a lot because uh, we met, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> so we met and it was kind of healing uh, a wound that was open for our family. And that was the start. I mean, it was a great experience and and also I think well also in all this time of all these 16 years of uh, that we didn't met each other we always have been thinking about you I, I remember Mama Chida always Tell, tell us about you, tell us about you have your brother and we don't know where he is and we are going to look for him and we we also, I remember one time when we 
when I was playing with some friends and I say, oh, I have another brother. We are three like you, because they were three. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I said something like, we are three like you, but one, but my brother is missing and someday we are going to find him. So I, I think Moachila did a great job uh, always trying to let us don't forget about you. I don't know how to. Kept so, that memory alive that there was yeah, this, this person yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 She, she always did, did that. And yeah. Do, Go ahead. do you have any, do you remember any of your feelings? Like what was that like for Mama Chila to, to tell you that? Like, do you remember how you felt? Well, it's kind of blurry um, memory. I mean, it's. I mean, I remember uh, the first time when she tell us about our lost uh, our mother, and it's kind of blurry. I was young. I had like five years, something like that. But I remember. Um, that she get us into a room and she tell us that our mom was first of all she said I know I know your mom because we always call her mom and she said something like uh, your mom have died and your brother is missing and it was kind of blurry for the moment. It was kind of weird for five old kids understand that. But I mean, I, I cannot remember that that day. And we just say, okay, and then go out and play because we don't know. <laughs> we are, we didn't realize something later that we have the. We have lost our mother. I, you know, Derek and I, we grew up with something similar, but the reverse, where our parents would always say, um, "We don't know why you were given up for adoption, but we know that your parents loved you, and you know, someday we'll we can tell you everything that we know, but it's not much." I mean, Derek, do you, do you remember any of those conversations or, or that growing up? They, uh, I don't think they happened all that often. But, no, um, they didn't. Part of it was just because how little they really did know. They knew that uh, they got you from Honduras. They didn't even know you were from El Salvador when they adopted you. Um they assumed your parents were likely dead, though they didn't know for sure. They didn't know any of the circumstances. They tried to do some research and figured, okay, when he's old enough to understand this, we'll, uh, we'll uh, talk to him about it. But Derek, do you have any like early recollections? I know you were only 12 when, when we were united, so... But I mean, before that, do you have any memories about thoughts or feelings about 
who my birth family was? I mean, did you ever think about that kind of thing? Like you said, that's a long time ago. Um, honestly, if I did, I don't think it was uh, a very frequent part of my everyday thoughts. Um, I mean, I knew you were adopted. It's not like you couldn't tell every day just from, from looking at each other, but uh, uh, after 12 years of my entire life of, of being around you, that was just the normal. It, it really didn't occur to me that much, uh, at least to, to really think about it like, oh, oh, I wonder, I wonder who his real family is. I wonder what happened to them. Yeah. It, it, Those really aren't the kind of thoughts that, that, that a lot of preteens would have, especially if they're not directly related to themselves. Even right. Even though I mean you were close, you were my brother, but uh, I I didn't really have any kind of turmoil about it, which I know is a uh, a little different than than the rest of the siblings. Both for you wondering who your family is, I mean personal identity is important to everyone, and then with Ernesto and, and Ava and everyone, they knew you existed because uh, Mila wrote to them and uh, talked to them about you and a few family members saw you before she left, but they didn't know what happened to you. They didn't know where you were. That must have been incredibly hard. Just uh, the sheer mystery of it. Yeah, I'm. That that's a great point that I, I see this dynamic a lot where I'd, I'd say us on the, the adopted side, you know, life is pretty normal and, and we go about our day-to-day -day existence kind of wondering uh, what's, you know, what this birth family was like. But for, for you, Toto, and the rest of the family in Central America, it was this great mystery. Where is this? brother you know son grandson where is this person he's gone missing you know it was yeah. like part of the family lore almost yeah and i mean it's uh and because uh, i don't know i don't know how to explain it, but For me, it, it was kind of a healing wound, or for all the family, because we don't know where you were. I mean, we don't know if you were alive, if you, I mean, if you were an slave, if you were doing something bad. Actually, some I, what I remember is sometimes. Um, my uncles being kind of um, what is the opposite of uh, optimist, pessimist? Pessimist, yeah. Yeah, they were kind of pessimist about it because sometimes they say, "No, um, my child, I don't stop uh, thinking about, about him. He probably 
get kidnapped by someone and they uh, they sell their organs for someone. I mean, it, it sounds really bad, but I remember some this kind of conversation being pessimist about what happened to you. And one of the things that really touched us, what we really find out, that you were alive and with a good family. And I think that that was That was one of the one of the biggest um, or one of the things that make Nova really happy. Happy when she find out that you were in a good family, that you were you you had the great opportunity to grow, and that that made her really happy when he discovered all this. And another, she she said one in one of the letters that she sent that she will be happy just knowing that you will be okay and no matter if you don't wanna uh, meet her, but once she discovered that you you are in a great place, she will be happy. She will. She will be going to rest happy, and, and that's it. And and we really did see that from her that there was this change, and you know we've talked about this several times on on the podcast, and it uh, one of the things that I find interesting is that whenever we kind of talk about this, we always go back to. Mama Chila and her role in in all of this and bringing the two families together and of course finding you know doing all the work uh, doing so much of the work to find me and uh, making sure that you know Derek you didn't feel left out and all these wonderful things that sort of all comes back to her in some way which is you know really nice to think about. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I've been seeing in in your experience and, and also others uh, other disappeared children is it's kind of the same pattern where the grandmother never forget about the grandson and she will start the search for this person. Actually, uh, that that story you mentioned about some of your uncles being pessimistic about how things would, would turn out, it, it reminded me in some ways of, of some of my parents' thinking coming up. And of course, it's absolutely hilarious in retrospect, because now, now we know, but I mean, we, we knew he had an older brother. We didn't know what that older brother was like. 
I know <laughs> later they would tell me, oh, oh, oh is maybe he's he's a, a drinker or a womanizer. And it's, well, that that was not the case. <laughs> it's uh, hard to look back on the last 16 years and realize that now what seems so normal. 16 years is a long time. That's enough time for for anyone to get used to a situation. That's something that I talked about with mom and dad is that despite every, you know, despite the craziness of this entire story and everything that happened, we have settled into being a normal family, which is kind of nice. And, and that's kind of, it the, it, it, I mean, it, it wasn't immediate. It took a lot of effort. Let's let's not downplay things. It, yeah. it it was not just a natural process. It took a lot of effort on all of our parts to make it work. So so Toto, what was it like? Maybe the the past couple years. You know, now that we've gotten more distance away from that reunion. Do you mean what it mean before the reunion? Well, I I guess what I'm asking is that. We've talked about the reunion and getting to know each other before. Yeah. But despite the craziness of the story, of everything that happened, we have become kind of a normal family. And so my question is, what has that transition process been like for you? Just to, you know, what do you consider normal now? I think for me, it's normal kind of, uh, talk to you on chat every day, something like this. I mean, I've been doing this probably since we met, almost. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of it's, it's kind of normal to see you online and say, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, we usually sign on in the morning, and we're just like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing? Nothing, nothing, you know." And then we're like. <laughs> So that that's our greeting. But then um, when I go to visit and, and we're working, we're like sitting next to each other, but we still do the same thing. It's like, hey, what's up? And it's like, no, I'm sitting next to you. It can become normal to, to visit you. And that changed a lot for me. Because I get to know more places and more people and a lot of new things. Yeah, you, you got to come to camp with us. So so Derek and I, we grew up going to summer camp. I think we both went 14 years, and then you got to come one year as a counselor. That experience of you coming to summer camp with us was part of that transition where where we became more than just this amazing story where we started to become a real family. And what was that experience like for you? Well, that was great experience. I mean, I I can understand where you grow, where did you grow, how how you became who you are. But one of the important things that I learned there was that, and I felt that, or I realized that I became part of your family. Yeah. We're running out of time as always, but I think the the question that I want to end with is 
you know, what, what does it mean to you that now half your life you've, you've had this other family in your life that's, that's become your family? Uh, it's been a great experience, not just, uh, I think one of the greatest things that family does is telling you when you're grown, not when you're doing something good. I mean, and, and that's, that's something that your family have done a lot of time to me. I mean, sometimes they they guide me, and they actually don't tell me you're doing things well. If if they have to tell me you're doing something wrong, <laughs> you told me, and it's because you care about me, and and that's and I think that is the one of the biggest. Uh, biggest experience experience that I had and one of the biggest feelings that I had to share. Hmm. Well, that's great. I, I don't know, Derek, if, if you have anything to add what you know sixteen years means to you. I, I know it's maybe not as significant, but, well, but I'd I mean, love to hear from you. It's the halfway point for you. Um but to be honest, the halfway point for me came four years ago when I was 24. Then at that point, I had lived more time of my life with this whole new family than without. Um, but honestly, I think that date just sort of passed by without me really thinking about it much. Sometimes I wonder... Well, what would be like to get out of my own head and, and, and see this from a different perspective from someone who's who, who's looking from the outside in. Thank you both for, for coming on here. Uh, I thought this was really interesting just to hear the two different perspectives. You know, I, in my head, it's almost like two different timelines and then they, they merge and then they, they keep going. So it, it's just fascinating to see the before and after. And I always love dates and remembering anniversaries and that kind of stuff. Thank you both for, for being here. And uh, I'm sure we'll do this again in the new year. Bye. Bye. Bye.